Welcome to Rooted Within with Lily and Dan, a podcast that shines a spotlight on positive change makers, sharing their stories of legacy, inspiration, and impact. Each episode, Lily and Dan will speak to individuals who have made their dreams a reality, exploring their journeys, mindset shifts, and what motivated them. Join us as we explore the lives of those who are making a difference and let their stories inspire you to achieve your own goals. Like there was this urge in my chest that I wanted to keep repeatedly say that I could do it, I could do it, I could do it, I could do it. He told us about uh, a government school uh, that is the first program of graduates. So he suggested my mother that I should sign there and continue till graduation. But His Highness Sheikh Saif told me that I'm proud of you, that you made it, and I'm sure that you went through a lot and uh, you have to be proud of yourself. I know that not just the UAE, everywhere around the world, like if we open such culture and raise autism awareness, I'm sure that it will make a positive impact. She's really worried about my son. She keeps coming to me every day. What if your son like faces the difficulties that he were going through? Rooted Within with Lily and Dan. Dan. Hi, Lily. How are you? Really good. Good. Really good. I can't say I've been fasting, but I'm there in spirit with you. Yeah. I hear you've been doing it I did quite it yesterday. A bit. And oh. I did last week as well. It was, I know you it was did an with incredible, an incredible experience. What was the biggest thing you uh, took from it? Um, that I have a dependency to coffee. <laughs> yeah. But actually the, the nicest thing was being able to break the fast with people. Together. Yeah, together. It's really it, it's, the, with friends last night and then the other day with the team. Well, yeah. speaking of together... Yes. We have someone very special in the studio today. We have someone incredible. It was actually a recommendation from Hafsa, from, from I'm, inclusive. I'm Inclusive, one of our last guests. We have the amazing and fellow podcaster, Abdul Rahman. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for uh, inviting me to the podcast. And uh, I'm also very thankful for I'm Inclusive and uh, Hafsa, as usual, yep. giving me all the support I need uh, in order for me to achieve my goals. The team are incredible. They they told us about all of the incredible work that they're doing, but also, you know, working with, you know, yourself and your awesome stuff because you also have your own podcast. Yes, I'm currently working on it, aiming to give opportunity for the people to uh, share their successful stories and uh, what they have achieved and also uh, to uh, share the challenges that they think that they have a solution for it for the betterment yeah. of the government, okay. which is... Uh, like this year in Abu Dhabi government, they're focusing on customer uh, service happiness, uh, okay. excellent survey yeah. uh, this year. And uh, I'm hoping that one of our guests, uh, whether it's Emirati or not Emirati, everyone are welcome yeah. to share their uh, own suggestions and uh, their own projects, giving them uh, what they can do to okay. provide betterment for the uh, public so, and private sectors. So who are your guests? Tell us a bit more about your podcast. Well, my podcast, actually, uh, the idea for uh, the podcast, I got it from my own experience, mm -hmm. yeah. like in my beginnings. So I have to tell you about my beginnings. Yes. And yeah, 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 until yeah. now, so you understand yeah. why Please. I decided to uh, make this podcast. So um, my name is Abdurrahman Al-Wahidi. I'm yeah. an Emirati, 30 years old, diagnosed with autism. And I started facing uh, a lot of issues between the age of two to four or four to six when I was officially diagnosed with autism. And at that time, my mom was attending my brother's surgery in the UK for my uh, brother Ahmed, 
which is my older brother. Mm-hmm. And um, my father's parent reached out to her and told her that there is something wrong with Abdurrahman. He suddenly stopped speaking and stopped communicating uh, with the people. And uh, it was highlighted by uh, the principal of my school. And they could not like go further uh, with classes until we see what is happening with me. So my mom came. And she uh, was really worried about me and she was confused. So she took me to, uh, first I think she took me to Tuam Hospital, which is in Alain. Mm-hmm. They diagnosed me with autism and they don't have any solution, but uh, suggested to take me to uh, Zaid Military Hospital, which my mom uh, at that time used to work there. So I went there, same thing, diagnosed with autism. And they suggested that I should get the uh, government approval to go abroad for the uh, support. Med- yeah, support, medical treatment. Because at that time, uh, it was really tough. Mm. They, d- they don't have enough studies on autism and how they can uh, support us. So thankfully for the government, UAE and our leaders, uh, for such treatment and support, we got the approval and I went to the Washington, D.C., USA, to the Children's Hospital. Mm -hmm. And every now and then, like, I had to travel uh, there and stay there for four months, six months, or sometimes a year for the treatment. And uh, they found out that my English is better than my mother tongue language. Wow. (laughs) Yes. And they told me that for me to proceed further development within the community and personal life, I have to go, uh, like, my mom has to speak with me English. Okay. Uh, for now. Did she speak English back then? Yes. Okay, okay so that thanks. was perfect. Well, lucky for Good. that. Yeah. She, yeah. My mom, uh, she's amazing, actually. She likes to learn and research and uh, she, well, yeah, she's amazing. Well, to pack bags and to be able to go across to Washington three, four months at a time. Yeah. A sounds like an incredible woman. Yeah, she's incredible. And um, by the time we came back to UAE, when I got back to school, the principal uh, has met with us and she told us that uh, she cannot accept me uh, to move on in classes because they don't know how to deal with my situation. And, uh, like I couldn't continue my education. So what my mom did, she continued to homeschool me and trying to teach me and trying to let me slow communicate with my brothers and uh, go out with them, Mm -hmm. have fun, participate in activities, make an eye contact. And um, slowly, like I started to get closer to uh, my brothers and especially my father's family, which uh, they were really caring. And um, at that time also, after work, my mom kept searching for schools for me. And uh, at that time, they were kept declining, declining, declining because... Like I said, they don't know how to um, support me with my case. But uh, we came um, by Future Center for Special Needs. I think they changed the name now. Mm-hmm. My mom met uh, to Dr. Mofak and uh, she told him about my case. And he said that this place is for people with special needs, people of determination. Your son is open and he is more welcome uh, to join us and we will support him for his growth. And I don't know how many years I've been uh, Future Center, but uh, I recall that by the time I turned 14 years old, it was time for me uh, to move on to uh, a private uh, school, Mm -hmm. which was suggested by Dr. Mofak. So Dr. Mofak suggested my mom that um, since my English is very good and I made a lot of improvement also in other classes, it's suggested to go to a private school like either American system or British system. Mm-hmm. So we came by to Cambridge High School. So my mom, first time she met them and um, 
as she met with Mr. Taylor and Mr. Peter Luck, she told them about my situation. And uh, usually they decline before I get to meet them, but they wanted to see me. So they asked my mom that tomorrow bring your son. Uh, we would like to see him and see what we can help. So the next day I came and my mom told me uh, everything will be fine. Yeah, inshallah, they will accept you. So yeah. your mother will not lose faith on you. You, you made uh, a lot of improvement and you will go into a normal school. So um, how did that make you feel? It made me feel proud, actually. And yeah. um, she's the only one like um, who stood by me. Mm. Uh, like, uh, you know, my father is a military guy and uh, he doesn't understand much about this situation. And uh, he usually mostly at work. Yeah. And uh, he doesn't anyth- he doesn't understand anything about autism and doesn't know how to communicate with me. Okay. So my mom took care of me and uh, she carried me all along, actually. So when she was talking with the principals, uh, they were like in the middle uh, of unsure of accepting me to go uh, for Cambridge High School because they don't know uh, what they can do to support me. So I recalled the, um, the times that the schools that they declined me and my mother's commitment, you know, and uh, helping me along the way. Like I got so frustrated and like there was this urge in my chest that I wanted to keep repeatedly say that I could do it. I could do it. I could do it. I could do it. And Mr. Taylor like rushed and hugged me and wow. he gave me a chance. He told me that I want to believe in you and we're going to give you a chance uh, in Cambridge High School and we will make sure that you will uh, continue your education with us. So they accepted me, alhamdulillah. But I felt like the door shut on me again because uh, of the new environment and new faces and like I didn't know anyone. And I just kept looking down all the time and on the desk. Um, uh, I could not participate in any activities or classes. So you, you shut down the way you did when you were younger? Yes. That sort of feeling again? Yes. Like I I felt like, you know, I'm not comfortable. And um, later on, uh, the students uh, noticed, uh, they came to me like, is there something wrong? Is there anything that we could help? And I was scared to tell them that, you know, I'm actually autistic, like uh, I'm diagnosed with autism and they would not talk to me again or think that, you know, I'm not normal. Yeah. So I just kept quiet and uh, they went uh, to the um, principals uh, asking them about me, like uh, what is wrong with me? And the principal was open to them, telling them that uh, like uh, Abdurrahman, uh, he's diagnosed with autism and he told them like how they should um, communicate with me and how they treat me Yeah. so that I could continue to... Uh, and what what is it that he told them? He how, to- how did he tell them to communicate with you? He told them that, uh, like, uh, I'm usually uh, a quiet person. Like, yeah. uh, I don't go to them to make a conversation or uh, do something. So you have to go uh, to Abdurrahman and ask him, mm-hmm. like, if he wants to uh, play with us yeah. or if, if he needs any help with classes, homework or anything. And uh, do not raise your voice at him or uh, try to bully him. Just be friendly with him. Yeah. And uh, they were really friendly, actually. And uh, they treated me like, you know, I'm just like a normal person. Like I'm not I'm not different. So I continued my journey uh, from grade seven till grade 10. Like I made a lot of memories with them. And 
And the teachers were very influential yes. in your development. Yes, they were really supportive also. Yeah. But when I reached to grade 10, there is IGCSE levels. Yeah. And it was really hard for me and I could not move on. And I was really uh, sad and I felt like I lost something precious because, you know, I could not move on with them. And like I finally made friends and a lot of memories in the school. Like I don't want to move out of this school. I want to mm-hmm. continue my journey until I graduate. But Mr. Taylor made a hard decision and he didn't want to do it, but he wanted the best for me. Like he told me that, you know, we don't hate you. We actually love you, but, you know, we want the best for you. And, and they were protecting uh, you, weren't yeah. they? Yes, they were protecting me and they wanted the best for me mm-hmm. and uh, for my mom to uh, continue uh, helping me out through my journey. So, He told us about uh, a government school uh, that is the first program of graduates and uh, will be opening also a new school, a government school. So he suggested my mother that I should sign there and continue till graduation. And uh, when I went to that school, like I felt comfortable, like uh, it's easy for me to participate mm-hmm. in class and uh, answer and uh, Uh, do quizzes and do homework on my own. But uh, in the beginning, like the new classmates, uh, like did not understand on my background and yeah. they weren't bullying, uh, bullying me. But uh, the way that they communicate. Uh, uh, they just didn't kids, understand you. Yeah, they didn't understand me. Like they were um, like, they think that it's fine the way they, they communicate in this way, like a bit aggressive But uh, it's not actually. But later on, like when I told them that, you know, I, I have autism and uh, like like these kind of things, like uh, sometimes I get overreact. And um, I don't know that it would be about overreacting. I think what it is, is mm. you made people really think about their words. Because from what you're saying, a lot of times we speak in a way and it's actually not cool. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I don't, I, I would, I would question that it was you overreacting. It was other people not being mindful of their words. Yes, true. Also that, but you know, there is something about myself that, you know, when someone like speaks with me with a tone, like a high tone, like sometimes I lose control. Like mm. uh, sometimes like I get ag- aggressive, but I don't mean it. Yeah. It's you the know? pitch. Yeah, the pitch. And that's a result of the autism. Yes. Okay. And uh, that's why later on, like, uh, I explained to my father about yeah. my situation and then he understood. Yeah. And um, Bef- Before we continue, mm-hmm. do you mind speaking about your autism? Because there's a lot of people that don't have a clear understanding of it. Well, there is actually... Because there's a huge range. Yeah. Could you... Educate us. Okay. There is actually uh, five levels of autism. Mm-hmm. The first level is um, they don't need that extensive care, just the minimum uh, support to uh, like uh, help them through their uh, personal life and education, which my son Abdullah has, which is not that serious. Mm-hmm. It's just that, you know, we need to be calm and explain to him. Like mostly he'll be like in denial, but we have to talk to him and not get angry or shout at him. So it's kind of normal and uh, it's easy for him to have a normal life and uh, a normal uh, education. Uh, Level two is um, they need uh, to be supportive for this level, like uh, to be cautious of uh, their uh, surroundings and um, not uh, speak in loud voices Mm -hmm. and... um, 
do not uh, make them feel like they're guilty. Like even if they made a mistake, just don't point it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just be like, no it's blame. fine. No worries. Next time you need to uh, uh, be careful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, level three is uh, is like the person is like he prefers to be alone. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to be socialized and uh, he likes to be quiet. And uh, if uh, they don't do what he wants, he'll overreact and gets angry and uh, sometimes uh, beating himself or beating mm-hmm. someone. Yeah. And uh, the other levels, like I don't know about it actually, but I know that there is five, five levels. levels. Yeah. Yes. But at that, at that time, like I did uh, my own research of um, uh, from level one to level three. And I was actually in the mid, but uh, mostly, like most of the uh, diagnostic wasn't there in level mm. three. So I was in between. Yeah. And uh, uh, subhanAllah, with, the, with Allah the Almighty and my mother and the government and the support of the people, like you see me how... Yep. I adapted. Uh, You're incredible. Yeah, so incredible. I, I segued there. Thank you for sharing that. So you were telling us how you yeah. ended up moving on to a government school. Yes. And the students around you didn't quite understand. And it was the language and the way they spoke to you. And then you got them to understand. Yes. I got them to understand that uh, being aggressive or speaking in a tone, like I have this, like uh, sometimes I get out of control so I don't prefer uh, yeah. uh, such a treatment from mm. anyone so they understood and they uh, also were very supportive with me and uh, I stayed there until 2013 mm. uh, which was uh, and we opened the, the new uh, also the government school we were the first batch Yeah. so I came to learn that His Highness Sheikh Saif bin Zayed al Nahyan, he's coming and uh, I was really excited and I wanted to talk to the principal first, but Mm. I said to myself that I want my mom to talk to them. And I want to tell her that what I want uh, to send a message uh, to everyone who participates and to his highness to open more doors uh, for us, uh, people of determination and people with autism. So because of my own experience and what I faced and what my mom had to go through and Many, many places like that time in UAE, they did not have enough research uh, about autism. And it was really unfortunate that mm-hmm. time. And I wanted to open this opportunity to uh, start uh, with this awareness. So uh, my mom agreed and uh, she helped me out uh, writing my speech. And uh, she also made a presentation uh, for me to present in the graduation mm-hmm. ceremony and sent an email to my principal. And then the next day, I talked to my principal, asked him, like, did my mom send you an email on what I want to say in the graduation? He told me yes, and he agreed, he approved with it. And I was really excited. Uh, the graduation came, mm-hmm. and I was excited and patiently waiting for my turn. And uh, Were the, you nervous? I was a bit, actually, uh, I'm not going to, I'm going to be honest. I was really nervous because it was a <laughs> big deal. Yeah. It's huge. And you're so proud and passionate about yes. what you're about to do. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, like in my heart, like I told myself, like, this is an opportunity to open doors for us. Yeah. You know, like it's my first time doing public speaking. Okay. Uh, and um, they started with the introduction, the Islamic recitements, mm. and then uh, the graduation show. And... Uh, I kept waiting, asking myself, when are they going to call my name to stand on on the stage? 
but suddenly like they started calling our names with the uh, with the graduates and we need to walk through yeah walk through <laughs> and i was really confused and shocked like asking myself in my mind like they approved with the speech that i wanted to provide and what's going like, on yeah what's going on and i don't understand yeah. uh, what's going on now so i kept walking and lost like i don't know what's happening i don't know what's this feeling that i'm getting and later on like the admission came uh, one of the admins he came to me he told me that they withdrew your uh, speech and if you speak to his highness or say anything they will uh, delete my photos with him and i felt like i cannot imagine uh, the pain that i felt in my heart and yeah. the experience it was the first time that i experienced this like such people do exist and why i don't know at that time till now i don't know i don't understand why Haram. yeah like all i wanted was to open doors uh, for us all and mm. i just wanted to achieve uh, my goal so as soon as i stood on the stage and i was about to take the certificate and shake uh, my hands with the shake I started to burst in tears and telling the Sheikh, uh, His Highness Sheikh Saif bin Saif, that all I wanted was to deliver a message. Like, I don't understand why they removed my speech. Like, I went through a lot. My mom went through a lot. And yeah. I wanted to make this day a proof that, you know, a person like me graduated and opened doors, more doors for us. So I don't understand why uh, they withdrew it. So the attendees, like they were looking at me, shocked, confused, like why I'm crying. And yeah, what's going on? Yeah, what's going on? Like, uh, and what are they talking about? And I couldn't look at my mom like she's crying there. She was really disappointed. Yeah, she must uh, be so upset. Yeah. And my principal at that time, uh, Mr. Taylor, attended also. Okay. He was really happy for me. Yeah. Proud. Yeah, he was Very proud. proud. But... He didn't like the experience that I went through. But of course. He was really... He must be so upset as well to yeah. see you go through this. Yeah. His Highness Sheikh Saif told me that I'm proud of you, uh, that you made it. And I'm sure that you went through a lot and uh, you have to be proud of yourself that you uh, graduated. And at that time, I wanted to be happy for his words and encouragement. But my mind was in a different place. Yeah. And... I was having like an ache in my heart. After uh, I got out of the graduation, my mom and my, the principal, uh, Mr. Taylor, came to me. He told me that don't worry uh, about uh, what happened. They will uh, regret this decision mm. for turning you down. And I know this is really upsetting for you, but I promise you that in the future, you will be somewhere else and mm. everybody will know about you. Yeah. And His Highness will listen to you and remember you from that moment. Yeah. But when you become successful, more successful than now. So just be proud of now. And I'm happy for you, Abdurrahman. And you graduated. I'm really proud of my student. Yeah. And I hope for you also to see you graduate in uni in the future. And how do you feel now about what the Sheikh, His Highness, said to you? I... Do you remember what you, well, you, you remember what he said, obviously? Yeah, I remember like his words, uh, his encouragement, like he told me that, you know, that he's proud of me yeah. and uh, that I made it. Yeah. And he felt like, you know, I'm diagnosed uh, 
some sort of autism mm -hmm. because he felt the the way that I was communicating with him yeah. and very uncrying and break and breaking down. He felt that you know, you know, I have something in yeah. me, and he's really proud. He noticed. He's very supportive. He's very supportive, and yeah. till this day, his words encouraged me. They stayed with you. Yeah, they stayed with me. Like I said to myself that I want to be more successful. One day that I could meet him and yeah. uh, share my message with him and hopefully opening more doors uh, for us, special needs and uh, people of determination and raising awareness for That's exactly uh, autism. what you're doing. Yes, you're doing exactly. it yeah. every day. Yes, because, you know, I am more motivated because I came to a certain age um, where I started to adapt real fast and working like uh, even more like I'm uh, being more productive than a normal person like in my current workplace um, <laughs> I'll tell you something funny um, so I was in the office so what is your current workplace what do you do I'm in uh, one under one of the assets in uh, Mubadala Health okay uh, so in a screening center so okay. my job is uh, sorry can we just point out that Mubadala is one of the biggest companies yes. in the UAE. Huge. Yes. And Massive. still growing. Yeah. And growing. Mm -hmm. Wow. So, Such Mabruk. Achievement. <laughs> and uh, now they're having Mubadala Energy, Mubadala Petroleum. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure that um, they're coming up with uh, more uh, mm. businesses, inshallah. So, my position was um, uh, still patient experience uh, officer, basically uh, customer service happiness officer. So I think it was around four months ago, I was in the office uh, working. I like to come before uh, my duty. Mm -hmm. So I was working, I came before my duty, I punched in, I finished all the pending works. So um, my manager came to me, he told me, Abdurrahman, uh, I don't want you to overreact, but uh, we received a complaint on you. I asked him regarding what? You're making everyone else look bad. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like, you know, making suspicious of myself that I'm not doing my work. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not doing my work. I told them, what are you talking about? Like, this is all my work. I finished it, all the pending work. And he started laughing like, exactly. I know you more than them. Like, uh, that's why I wanted you to be in my department. Yeah. Mm. And I sent an email uh, to our uh, HR telling them that, he finishes all his work uh, before he starts his duty and very supportive, closes these cases and attends uh, to customers' need, patients' needs, uh, solving their uh, concerns. So what's the problem? Well, there is no problem. Yeah. It's just that, you know, when I finish work quickly, they think that, you know, I'm not doing anything. Mm. Oh, yeah. of course. I told yeah. you, he was yeah. showing them He's, up. Yeah. yeah, too good. <laughs> you were yeah. too good. Yeah. So that's why I want to raise an awareness about autism because, you know, most workplaces, they don't know how to uh, support us, uh, yeah. people with autism. Well, people are afraid to ask as well. Yeah. You know, people, it's, you don't want to disrespect anyone. Mm -hmm. You don't yeah, want, you know, you don't want to make people feel uncomfortable, yeah. mm -hmm. you know. So I think it's a bit of both. One, there's people who just don't care enough to ask. Mm. And then there are people that do care, but they don't know how to ask, yeah. which is what... Too afraid. Yeah, and what, which is why what you're doing is mm. just absolutely fantastic. Yeah. You're opening the door and making everyone feel comfortable. You're yeah. making you feel comfortable for speaking about autism and you're making us feel comfortable for yeah. asking about autism. Mm. What do companies need to do more 
in order to support people with autism or determination in workplaces? They should have a specialist actually yeah. in each uh, sector as an entity, someone who knows really well about autism and how they can support them and explain to them how the organization can benefit people uh, with autism and their organization. Is there enough people for that? Because like you were saying, when you were growing up, there was no support. It's all quite new getting yeah. that support. Yes. So I think it's fantastic, the thought of having a specialist in every organization, but mm. is how, how feasible is that now? It's a vision, isn't it? Yeah. It's going to take time. Well, if I believe that if we spread the awareness, mm -hmm. like I know a lot of organizations will participate in yes. this. Yeah. I'm really sure because when I was in the U.S., like I found many places that they're very supportive when I was studying very in the much. U.S. And uh, I was shocked that they have uh, like a department uh, with specialists that with autism, that mm. they're giving us uh, all the support that we need, like for the exams. Like there is a time limit, as you know. Yes, yeah. they extend it. Yes, they, either they extend it or they just take me to their uh, office, do the exam, unlimited time, mm. as soon as I finish. Or if I am unsure of how to answer this question, mm. they can give me a hint yeah. or uh, another way of uh, saying the question so that yeah. I can know the answer. Yeah, They were really supportive Support. and they didn't treat me like I'm different. Okay. They treated me like I'm like them, but I just need the support. I yeah. just need a push. That really changes yeah. things, doesn't it? Yeah. That changes the way you feel about yourself as well. Yes, exactly. And that's okay. why, like, uh, today I'm this successful and I want to participate in many, many uh, things. Like, mm. through my work journey, uh, like, I had an experience where I managed the people and trained them. Mm. So, when I came to learn that there is a leadership program. Yeah. I wanted to participate in it. And uh, at the beginning, my company was like, uh, you're an officer, like it's only applicable for uh, managers. And I told them, you know, through my research, it doesn't apply to uh, managers only or CEOs. It applies for everyone. Yeah. Those who has sense of leadership and wants to lead one another, they can participate in it. So why not? Like I have experience in management. And then I met with Maxwell. Uh, he's in Mubadala Health, actually. And okay. I got the chance to talk to him. And till this day, I'm really thankful uh, for this man. So who is Maxwell? Maxwell, he's working. Uh, he used to work with us, actually. And I'm really sad that he left. He used to work uh, in the talent uh, acquisition department. Okay. Uh, so he's uh, working on training programs mm -hmm. and uh, initiatives uh, for um, the staff growth, performance, training. So... He came by our center uh, to check us out and uh, telling us to do a survey. So I, I got the chance to talk to him. Like, like, could you give me a few minutes and tell you a bit about my mm. background and what I want to provide? And I came to learn that there is a leadership program. So I told him all about my background and my beginning and what I achieved. He was touched by it and he told me, no, you have, I can see a sense of leadership in you and I will do my best to uh, communicate with your uh, company so that we can put you in leadership program. And I think it's been two weeks and he sent me an email that you have been assigned in leadership program. Incredible. Alhamdulillah. Tell me what, how you felt the moment you read that email. I felt really proud and I was really emotional and yeah. I was really touched and 
really thankful for this man and surprised my mom and uh, how did your mom feel mm. uh, really happy uh, oh, to the point that she wants to uh, <laughs> cry and uh, mr taylor uh, you know since the high school days uh, since my graduation it was the last time that i spoken with him okay and uh, i decided this is the right time to Get talk to touch. him yeah and share him about uh, the achievement that I did. Is he still a principal? Is he still in the same school or? Uh, no, he moved back to the UK. Okay, okay, so you just stayed in touch with him. Yes. And how did he feel when he told you? He also was, when you told him? He was really proud and he was shocked about my development and he kept talking to me. He told me that, please update me. Please update me uh, on what you did next Yeah. and what's your next goal and what did you achieve? Just get me updated. So what is your next goal? Because when we talked over the last few days, you were talking about you want to help support champions. Yes. That's something very important and very passionate for you. Yes, because of uh, the experience I went through and the experience I got in my work and seeing the changes that is happening uh, in DOE, both positive and negative, I felt like I have a place somewhere where I can support the community, support the government, support the leaders once I get my message out there and also promote inclusivity, autism awareness, and leadership. I felt like if I'm in a spot where I can guide everyone to leadership, mm. to train them, to let them lead one another, we could create a culture of champions, Yeah, culture of leaders, one where they can lead one another. Imagine this, if mm. we have this in the UAE. Be incredible. It would be incredible yeah. and it will be beneficial for us. Yeah, We will not face any challenges. Like the challenges that we faced during COVID, if there were such a culture at that time, like if I opened such a culture at that time, we would have uh, passed by COVID uh, at ease. Mm. We wouldn't take like a year or a year and a half to pass uh, COVID-19, yeah. the pandemic. So I know that not just the UAE, everywhere around the world, like if we open such culture, and raise awareness, autism awareness. Yeah. I'm sure that it will make a positive impact. So this is Autism Awareness Month, yeah. I believe. What can people do to help support raise awareness for autism? To tell them about the different levels of autism. Okay. And how to guide each level mm -hmm. and what they're capable of when they come to a certain point of age. Yeah. Where they start adapting real fast working or becoming workaholic. I'm currently workaholic like my mom. <laughs> and uh, You're a busy man. Yeah, I'm a busy man. And uh, I feel like I want to participate in a lot of things other yeah. than the podcast. You know, okay. I, like uh, I like to experience, like I used to uh, make... Uh, just, just quickly before we move on to yeah. that, for autism awareness, where can people get information to be able to share it and to be able to learn? Any entities like... Uh, Uh, for people of determination, yeah. special well, needs. I'm inclusive, well, I'm, I'm inclusive. sure would yes. have a lot yeah. of that information. Yeah, because they've been helping us with a lot yeah. with information. Mm. Yeah, I'm inclusive. Incredible. Yeah, but you know, to be honest, I find I'm inclusive are really working hard. Yeah. Mm. Really, really, that. really working hard. Yeah. And like, I'm really proud for Hafsa and the team. Yeah. And I'm happy that I'm also part of them, helping them whenever they need me. Like when there is something, 
they come to me like Abdurrahman, we have an autism awareness Abdurrahman, we have uh, public speaking uh, about uh, inclusivity and we want you to be the moderator wow. which actually happened last year uh, well at GetX yeah. nice. and uh, and it was my first experience uh, to do public speaking did you enjoy it? Really enjoyed well, it. Well, doesn't sound like it was the first time that you did public speaking. It sounds like you've been public speaking for, for a very oh, yes, long time. Agree. Yes, but yeah. you know, Hafsa. The first time I met her, it was in uh, one of the university in Sharjah, introducing their team mm. with me and to come and learn about their uh, organization and uh, different types of special needs uh, diagnostics. She asked me, Abdurrahman, do you feel like uh, doing public speaking? I was honest with her. I told her that I would love to, but I have fear uh, yeah. of uh, public speaking. It's and hard. She, yeah, it's hard. And she told me that uh, I. that's why I saw you writing notes of what you're going to say. Now, and uh, she was right. But, but what I was doing, just writing the points, what uh, the points that I need to highlight. And then in my mind, like these points, I know what to say uh, mm. next. Like I need to look at it. Yeah. She grabbed me. Uh, there was a glass door. She told me, uh, come here. She opened the camera. She's like, just don't uh, feel like, uh, you know, scared. Feel like, you know, I'm your friend or sister. And just talk normally. Uh, just say your message that you want to uh, send. And in two attempts, I did not find any issue. Mm. And then after that, the event started. And I started questioning each participant and participating with them with ease. And I didn't find any uh, issue with that. Well, I, well think you're, I think you're a natural and public speaker, my friend. Yeah, you yes. can tell. Like I said, I, I came to a point where I started to adapt real mm. fast. And as soon as they gave me a tip mm. from the first attempt or second attempt, like I found it you easy. Nailed it. Yeah, nailed it. And after the, the event, I rushed to Hafsa and told her, I was really thanking her. And I told her that if there is anything coming, please, I want to participate. Perfect. And she was, is she still in touch with me until now? Well, she recommended you for here. Yeah, yeah I didn't <laughs> know first, about The first it. thing yeah. she says, she goes, can I, can I send someone in? And we're I was like, like, yes. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, so. oh. I've, I've got a, I've got two questions. Mm -hmm. um, if you were... And I don't know, but feel free to not answer the question. Uh -huh. What's the gift? Do you feel that there's a gift in your autism? It's a weird question. Actually, uh, before I felt like it was weird. Mm. But later on, uh, when I matured, like I found an answer to that. And uh, in the beginning, don't get me wrong. Uh, like I started to hate that I'm diagnosed with autism. Mm. Because of people avoiding me. And the people not understanding you. Yes. And challenges. Yeah, it's challenges, negativities, yeah. and mm. uh, they don't have faith in yeah. me. Mm. Misunderstanding. Yeah. And then I came to a point where that, you know, I'm thankful for Allah and thankful for this gift that I have autism. Because it's really a gift uh, for a person to have. Even though that we face challenges in the beginning, but later on, we start having uh, to face, like, uh, to have an easy life mm -hmm. and uh, at work and education. Because, like, it's kind of like, you know, we have a, a special power. Yeah. Superpower. Like yeah, special power. Yeah. It, yeah. Seem, it seems like uh, Mr. Taylor saw that in you a long time ago. Correct. Before Taylor, you yeah. even saw it. Yeah, Mr. Taylor and Mr. Peter Lug mm. and, uh, and my mom. Yeah, yeah. Also, yeah. she's the reason why, you know, 
I started to have faith in myself, you know, because at uh, most of the times I'm really doubtful of myself. But my mom, she's like, no, you could do it. And I believe in you. Look at what you achieved and yeah. don't let uh, my hard work uh, mm-hmm. go don't to waste. waste. Don't waste it. Yeah, don't work. waste it. Don't waste it. There's, there's yeah. something to be said about people who support you in your journey. Incredible. Like they change your life. Yeah. To think if those people weren't there, you could have ended up down a different path. Exactly. Completely. Could have been better, perhaps. Who knows? But it, it's Definitely. still a different path. Mm. Like we're, you know, we've got angels along the yeah. way. Yeah. What was the second question? The second question. <laughs> <laughs> What's the world that you would like to see for your Ooh. son? For my son. Mm. By the time he gets to your age. Well, you know, mothers, uh, the mother of my boy. She's really worried about my son. She mm. keeps coming to me every day. What if your son like faces the difficulties that you were going through? Yeah. What if like after KG, like he moves to another school and finds difficulties in mm. his education? Uh, what ifs, what ifs, what ifs, what ifs. I told her, listen, today he will not face any difficulties because we have a great government and a lot of support as long as we raise an awareness. Mm. We raise an awareness about autism and promote specialists in each entity, in each school, in each university so that they can guide them to a successful life, mm. successful education and successful work so that they could overcome this hardship. I think that's beautiful. So mm. you imagine a world, well, not imagine, you're creating a creating. world where your son doesn't have to feel the way you did. Yes. And go through the same challenges. I like that. It's incredibly powerful. Mm. Abdurrahman, thank you so much for joining our podcast. Over the last few days, it's been inspirational to be able to listen to your stories and thank you for joining us. We're very excited to have you back um, as a a a co-host sometimes. And then looking forward to seeing you back in the studio with your own podcast after your graduation. Of course, it's my pleasure. And I'm looking forward uh, to collaborate with uh, your group and... uh, as soon as I graduate, I'll get back on the podcast and hopefully continue my journey to achieve more goals and be more successful, yeah. help others. And finally, to share my message with His Highness Sheikh Saif and let him know of my successful mm. It will happen. We're, we're going to hold, happen. We're gonna we'll, hold we'll you make, to that. We're it watching. Happen. It yeah. will happen. Inshallah. I'm, I'm confident it'll happen someday. It will do. Oh, everything a, happens for a reason. Yeah. Well, it's been an honor and a privilege. Yeah, shukran. Thank, yes, you. thank you. Thank, thank you so you. much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Rooted Within. If you like this episode, please make sure you drop a follow so you never miss an episode in the future. Rooted Within with Lily and Dan. <laughs>